I'm so ready to get back on track. I'm just, off track. I'm not even on the train. <laughs> Let's bring it back to the main tracks, Jenny. Yeah. I mean, I am in the railway capital of Canada, so it should be relatively easy here. All right. Me too. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. Woo woo. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny. That's me, Jenny Kous, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal, and I'm a big believer in the power of habits. We know from the research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. On today's episode, we are harnessing the concept of September being another new year that we talked about last episode, and then we're using that fresh start as a way to get back into our good habits. We are going to give our top advice for getting going when starting a new habit, or in our case, restarting a new habit. In Umi Likey, Jenny is liking a type of makeup, and I'm into a certain type of drink. Jenny's learn is related to sweets, as well as acne, and my win is related to my ongoing struggle with an episode of low back pain. But first, as I said, we are now into September. The kids are back in school, the temperatures have begun to get cooler, and there is a general feeling of getting back to business in the air. As we mentioned last week, our online pretend best friend Gretchen Rubin refers to September as another January or another new year, which gives us that blank slate or restart that we may need to get back on track with good habits. Last year, Jenny and I took on a new habit each month, and many of those habits stuck, and some didn't. Some of the habits added immense value to our lives and were the ones that really moved the needle on our personal happiness. Through this podcast, our goal is to share the power of habits in our daily lives and help inspire you to incorporate good habits into your life. We want you to up your chances of keeping up good habits. So we're sharing the things that we've learned along the way with the hopes that they will also work for you. And frankly, for us too, because we really need a kick in the pants on some of these habits that have slipped over the summer. So we're sharing some of our tips and strategies that we know help create and stick to good habits. So for me, I got to say, this is kind of a foundational one that I didn't necessarily learn at the beginning, but it is to have a why. So this means getting very clear on why you want to start this new habit. Don't just start a new habit for the sake of it. Really think about why you want to incorporate that habit into your life. And if you don't have that deep desire to really have it, it's going to be really hard to keep it going when the novelty of that new habit wears off. So what is the thing that that new habit will get you to? Is it something you really, truly want? And from my experience working with patients who are trying to change their health, this is the something that uh, has more emotional intensity is going to be a more powerful why. So if the why is, for example, sometimes, sometimes somebody might say, well, I want to lose 20 pounds and, and I'll say why. And they'll say, well, because I want to look good in my swimsuit. Well, that's a reason, but it's not necessarily 
the most compelling reason when you think mm-hmm. that it could be something more emotionally intense, intense, like I want to be able to be fit and healthy and be able to get on the floor and play with my grandchildren when I'm in my sixties yeah. or my seventies, that's a more powerful why. So, um, finding one that is more intense emotionally is going to help. And I think when it comes, especially to weight loss, I think that, I think that your chances are better when it comes from a more positive place rather than a place of, I don't know if this is the right term, but almost punishing your body and, and feeling like the way you are isn't right and that you want to be different. I think that it's powerful to do it as a way that honors your body and that you feel good about it and proud about it before you start, not with that, you know, idea of it being different. I just think that we sabotage ourselves sometimes. Yeah, I think that uh, you're right. That's probably getting into a, a bigger conversation about that. But oh, I, absolutely. But I uh, I absolutely agree with you. So yeah, um, yeah, good one. Find your why. Um, next one, choose one at a time, not a bunch all at once. So don't fall into the very common trap of attempting to start a whole new lifestyle all at once. If on New Year's Day, or in our case, September 1st, you decide to exercise daily, cut out sugar, get up every day at 5.30 a.m. and drink more water, your chances are going to be hampered by the big shift to your lifestyle. And chances are, if one of those habits fall off, they are all going to fall off. Our Mm -hmm. online uh, pretend best friend, James Clear, makes the point of starting small in his book, Atomic Habits, which Jenny and I both love. Mm -hmm. So he says this, It is so easy to overestimate the importance of one defining moment and underestimate the value of making small improvements on a daily basis. Too often we convince ourselves that massive success requires massive action, whether it is losing weight, building a business, writing a book, winning a championship, or achieving any other goal. We put pressure on ourselves to make some earth shattering improvement that everyone will talk about. Habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. The same way that money multiplies through compound interest, the effects of your habits multiply as you repeat them. They seem to make little difference on any given day, and yet the impact they deliver over the months and the years can be enormous. It is only looking back two, five, or perhaps 10 years later that the value of good habits and the cost of bad ones become strikingly apparent. So uh, basically it's pick one, and start small. It doesn't have to be pick all of them and do everything at once. And it doesn't have to be pick one and do it like perfectly every day all the time. It's pick one and be consistent. Being consistent is more important than the intensity of doing everything all at once. Yeah. And I think it's such a confidence builder. And I think it's so cool to start with just one thing and prove to yourself that you can change. Yeah. I know that made a huge difference for me. Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah. It was that, um, changing my habit of drinking diet Pepsi every day. Yeah. That one was like, well, if I can do that, what else could I do? Yeah. There is something about building the momentum of having that confidence. You're right. Yeah. So start small and blow your own mind by sticking to it. And another tip is to use the strategy of pairing. So this means essentially piggybacking on an existing habit or behavior. So you find something that happens every single day and you add another habit along with that. So for example, if you brush your teeth every night before bed and you want to start flossing your teeth, add it on to that habit and put your floss beside your toothbrush. And if you start setting it as a habit that you'll do together, it's going to really up your chances of locking it in. And this is one that Gretchen talks about as well as James. That's right. And we, we talked about this one 
when we were chatting with our uh, Scottish friends of the other improvement mm. project, when you gave the example of drinking water in the shower, when you were yes. trying to increase your water <laughs> intake. Which is still one of my weirder ones, but I stand behind it. Well, you're, you're pairing it with something you're doing anyway. It's perfect. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I think that that's a good one. I like the strategy of pairing. To me, it just makes sense. Yeah, you take something you're already doing and you just tack something else onto it. Cool. All right. Next one, have an accountability partner. So especially if you are an obliger, which means that you respond well to outer expectations, having some accountability will be vital to sticking with your habits. So an accountability partner is one way to build in accountability. So just think about if you were going to wake up and go to the gym tomorrow morning at 6am, I'm speaking for myself, I'd be way more likely to go if I knew somebody was there waiting for me because I'd be accountable to them and not just to my own expectation of what I thought I could do. I'd way more likely to go when I have an accountability partner saying, hey, I'm going to meet you there. Yeah. And I know I I can speak from experience when I, in whatever year that was, 2016, 17, whenever it was, when I did my year of habit changes and I was doing one a month, Mm -hmm. knowing I was going to see you and you were going to ask me about it. Cool. Kept me on track. Cool. So I think that that's, there's really, there really is something to that. And another strategy here is the strategy of monitoring. I recently heard a stat and I actually wrote this on a post-it and it's in my wallet because it was something I was listening to and I heard it and went, ooh, that's good and very true. And that it was that if you're building a new habit, you will be 42% more likely to stick with it if you write it down. Cool. So this does something to you where, you know, it really kind of, I think it sets the intention because we all know there's something about putting pen to paper that makes it seem serious Yep. and writing it down and getting clear about what it is you're doing. And I think too, it, it shows that you're serious, but it also gives you some sense of monitoring that you've made this commitment. So Related to this, this is, I mean, monitoring is a little bit separate from this intention setting, but our online pretend best friend, Gretchen Rubin, stated it like this in her book, Better Than Before. The strategy of monitoring has an uncanny power. It doesn't require change, but it often leads to change. To paraphrase a business school truism, we manage what we monitor and keeping close track of our actions means we do better in categories such as eating, drinking, exercising, working, TV and internet use, spending and just about anything else. Self-measurement brings self-awareness and self-awareness strengthens our self-control. So, you know, there's great examples of this of, you know, have you been driving recently and there's one of those signs that your speed flashes yeah, up on the definitely. Side? So there we go. So that almost reminds me of um, Gretchen's sister Liz talks about this, about weighing yourself daily. Mm -hmm. So that's an example of monitoring, um, which is very much like this speed thing. And I know I've definitely had that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Slow it down. Slow it down. Um, So, yeah. So I think this is uh, it. This is definitely a good one and one that we can definitely use. And I think a lot of the habits we have have this built in. For example, meditation. My app automatically tracks when I've meditated and helps me kind of visually see what I'm doing. So this is going to definitely be one that I'm going to work on. Um, So I'm committing here to Peg. I am going to get back into meditating 
and I'm going to meditate 10 minutes a day for September. Perfect. All right. So for me, um, I'm going to be moving my body daily. And okay. also I'm practicing hashtag dry September. Okay. And I picked two after we've just talked about how you shouldn't pick two. But the reason I picked two is because I wanted the discipline of making sure I was adding something as well as subtracting the booze. Okay. Which, so here's the thing. What? What do you think I'm going to say? You're going to say pick one peg. I'm not. You're not, not? say that because here's the thing, much like you're doing the dry September, yeah. I am recommitting to not eating sweets, but oh. I had a little bit of a thing where I, I didn't know if I should say what I'm not doing because we're, we're focused on what we are doing. Right. right? But since you're saying this about the dry September, I'm going to admit that I'm also doing two at once, which we don't really advise, but I think there is a difference between committing to doing something and committing to not doing something. It's different, right? Well, I think it's different for sure. But I also feel like there's a difference between adding a whole brand new habit into your world and refocusing on one that you have had locked in in the past that's just slipped a little too. Yes. Yes. So, And for me, it's for me, the recommitting to not eating sweets is easy. I really have to just put that switch in my head and having the September 1st start made it easier and... I've just decided I'm back to it. And I mean, I went years without mm-hmm. doing desserts. So I feel, I feel like this, this is going to be, I don't think it's going to be a challenge. But well, I'm gonna... I think for both of us, cause we both tend to be abstainers rather than moderators yep. and like already. So this episode's going to go live on September the 5th. So we're already a few days into September and yeah. it hasn't been an issue. It's just, I made that decision. Okay. Now I just don't do that. So yeah. this is what I'm committing to for September. Now I know it's not going to be that easy for everybody, which is part of the reason why I want to yeah. talk about it. And maybe we can talk about the sweets as well, but adding something every day, I think is going to be the harder thing for me feels like a relief sometimes when you give something up. I think so. Yeah, it's, it's just, just you don't even think mind. about it. There's no choice. Yeah. It's We've talked about this before when we talk about decision fatigue. There's just no yeah. decision because you just, it's not even an option. Yeah, agreed. Cool. I, I felt much better when I just kind of gave it up because on Friday, my 11-year-old neighbor came over and made cookies with Ethan and we had these chocolate chip cookies in the house and I decided to eat one and it's like, once it's the bets are off, yeah. I mean, yeah. ugh, yikes, they were really good cookies. <laughs> well, now you can think about that cookie through September if you feel like you need to. But you know what the funny part is? Like it, it tasted good, but I didn't feel good eating it. I didn't feel good after like, yeah, it's a nice taste, but mm. you're okay without it. Yeah. Okay. Like I've eaten a lot of cookies in my day. And I don't know how many more I would need to really blow my mind. (laughs) Like I've, it's like, yeah, I've had cookies. I've had a lot of cookies. I know what they all taste like. But anyway, here's the thing. All right. Next week, you and me. Yeah. We're going to check in on our progress. Sounds good. And we're going to share with everybody what's going well, where we're struggling. Because maybe by this time next week, I won't be feeling so sure of myself. Um, and where we're struggling. And I know the meditation is going to be a struggle for me. This is going to be hard. Um, and any potential roadblocks that are coming up for us when we take on new habits. So I'm ready for that. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. We got this. All right. Now it's time for a segment formerly known as what are you digging lately, which we are calling, Ooh, me likey. Peggy and I like to talk to each other about what 
podcasts we've been listening to, what books we've been reading, or what random internet hilarity we found and we feel like you might find it fun too. So each week, each of us will share something that we are loving that we find useful or practical or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. So I'm sharing this week a product that I've used for many, many years that I continue to love. And I feel a bit weird sharing like a product, but here's why. I've had a bit of an acne flare up lately due to my really poor food choices. Mm -hmm. And it's led me to want to have a little bit of help from makeup to even out my skin tone. And the product is called Pure Minerals 4-in-1 Pressed Mineral Makeup Foundation with skincare ingredients. It's a really long name. We'll link to it. Okay. But it is basically a powder and it covers really well, but it doesn't feel yucky on your face. This is definitely not what I would call a budget buy, but I can tell you, you really get what you pay for with this one. I have pretty sensitive temperamental skin and I've never had any issues using this powder. I've used it for, uh, I don't know, probably seven, eight years. Um, and I just got a fresh one and it's really helping me feel better about my skin in the midst of this little issue that I'm experiencing with some breakouts. And so I probably won't use it as much when things level back out. But right now, I got to tell you, I'm pretty darn grateful for it. Cool. Is it something you order online or do you order? Do you have to get it at Sephora or can you just get it at a normal drugstore? They have it down at the Shoppers Drug Mart in the non- like you can't get it at Walmart, but you can get it in like that close to the, like in the cosmetic area. Right. They have like the like fancy not. like perfumes yeah. and creams and that yes. kind of stuff. Okay. So it's like, I want to say close to 40 bucks for this little compact. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I don't love spending that on a thing of makeup, but. It lasts for it a really long time. Works. It does. And it works and it works so well. You don't need a lot of it. It really goes a long way. Um, and it's not something I wear every day, but it's one of those things that when you, when you need it, it works really well. Okay. Great coverage. Feels nice. And it has sunscreen in it. Oh, that's great. It has mineral sunscreen in it. Um, that gives you like, I think a 15 SPF, but I think they also have it at Sephora. Okay, cool. But I really like it. And if you're looking for something like that, check it out. They make a, they make a darn fine product. Awesome. Okay, cool. Uh, For me, since I'm practicing dry September, hashtag dry September, I want to reshare a recipe that I've shared in the past. I talked about this way back in our first few episodes when we were talking about strategies to drink more water. Uh, Ah. There is a recipe for it on my website that I will link to in the show notes and it's spicy lemon ginger turmeric water. So uh, it seems like a really fun cocktail rather than plain old boring water. And you add all of this like lemon and ginger and turmeric to it. And so it's anti-inflammatory and it's good for your digestion as well. So it's something that I'll be probably having pretty high in my rotation through the month of September. I will attest to this because Peg brought it to my house once and it was really, really lovely. So you might want to check it out because it's very, very good. And I've been doing, I do just um, cucumber and lemon yeah. in water. Yeah. I did that on the weekend. I kept making up pictures of it every day to get me drinking more water. It really does help. Cool. Yeah. Well, it's just, it seems like something that's, it seems fun. Like it's a bit of a cocktail instead of just boring water. And it seems more likely that, especially when people around you are having an alcoholic beverage, it just makes it seem like, oh, I'm having something fun too. Yeah. Side note, I'm not using the soda stream as much anymore. 
Oh, are you feeling sad about having purchased the soda stream? Sometimes. Oh, okay. Anyway, we'll come back to that. Let's move on. <laughs> Our next segment is you win or you learn. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there is cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits, or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. All right, I'm up for the win this week, and I have a bit of a, what I'll call a muted win this week, but I'll still still call it a win. Okay. So in last week, last week's episode, I had to learn, and I described how I'm dealing with a particularly troubling episode of low back pain. Well, it's still bothering me, and uh, enough that. that I've had to bow out of the 21 kilometer trail race this Saturday that I had been training for all summer with my sister. So I, it was a hard decision to make, but I went for a run on the weekend and I ran 5k and I felt okay while I was running. But in the 24 hours after I finished running, it really flared up the back and I was very sad. And so I had a big talk with my sister about it and she is feeling a bit nervous because she's never run that far. It was part of the reason I wanted to do with her, with her. I wanted to do the race with her, but she thinks that she can do it. And I'm going to try and see if I can, um, like meet up with her, like in a couple of the spots along the route, just to kind of cheer her on. So I'm feeling a bit sad about that. So, um, so all of this is not the win. This is just to give you the background. So the Mm. win is this. I'm so frustrated with this injury that I decided today that I was going to take some massive action. So I texted my friend, Angie, who is an amazing trainer. And I told her that I needed help. So I asked her to put together a program for me over the next 12 weeks so that I can be fit and balanced and super strong when John and I go out west to go snowboarding in December. Um, So I'm starting with her next week and I've committed to working with her two times per week plus extra homework for the next 12 weeks. So uh, I feel good about it because I know that I've just basically built in accountability, which was, which is what I need. I've built in getting stronger with somebody who is an expert and I'm excited about it. So that's a win. Wow. Well, that is great. And I'm very sorry to hear that. Um, I knew, you know, we'd been talking and I knew about your back, but I didn't know about the race and I'm sorry. Cause I know that's something that's really been top of mind for you. So yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, it's that's, especially sucky because in all of my years of being an athlete of various descriptions, I've never trained for a race and then not run it because of an injury. Yeah. This is the first time. So it's especially frustrating, especially because my job is to help people get past injuries. I should be able to get past this. And obviously this is a lesson I have to learn. So I need to did get you stronger. Just should yourself? Um, maybe. How did I, how did I word it? I should be able to get past this. Oh, yeah, I totally did. I shitted myself. Yeah, yeah don't, don't shit on shit yourself. yourself. Don't shit yourself. So yeah, there's that part of my brain that's being irrational that thinks I should be able to get past it, even though I know I need to give myself a little bit of grace and just focus on getting better and stronger. Agreed. So that's what I'm going to do. Agreed. Okay. What's Sounds your learn this week, Jenny? Well, speaking of should, <laughs> should myself a little bit. So I mentioned a little bit earlier my makeup purchase that's helping me feel better. So my learn really is related to that. I have, as I mentioned, gone off my kind of regimen I have of avoiding sweets, and I'm really paying for it. So for me, dairy, sweets, chips, I'm not sure which one of these it is, but I know that these things tend to trigger my acne. Um, And... Let's just say, I don't know which one, because I've been hitting them all fairly hard. Um, (laughs) And I ate a really high volume of Scottish mints over the course of a week, which I know, weird. Um, And then those chips, cookies, everything I mentioned, going back a couple weeks. 
and it is now showing up on my face. And, um, yeah. So, and I went on like a bender having daily, uh, cinnamon raisin bagels with cream cheese. Oh, yummy. And they're so good. And anyway, and I think that I've known that we were kind of doing a reset in September. So I think I kind of just, you're, you're binging a little bit before the reset. Yeah. And it just was so tasty. I was really enjoying myself, but I really, and I think that I'm, I mean, as much as I don't love that I have this acne on my face right now, I feel like it's a little bit of a gift as well because it's like, Hey, here's what this does. And here's what you're doing to your body. So I'm like, okay, thank you for the little visual reminder of uh, how I should be eating better. So I am committed in September to cleaning up my diet and hopefully clearing up my skin too. That was really neat how you called it a gift. That's the way that I should be thinking about my back pain too. Because you're right. It, it is a gift that reminds you that you need to get after something else to take better care of yourself. Yes. That's a good way to yeah. think about it. I, like that. I needed a reminder because as I'm eating those foods, I think to myself, why am I bothering with everything that I do? You know, like what's the point of doing it all? I'm fine. And then all of these things start popping up that remind me. Yeah what's different. Sure. Right. And it's like, Oh yeah, I used to have constant acne and I don't have that anymore. That was really nice because there's nothing worse than searching for combination wrinkle and acne cream. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's a tough one. Tough one. Let's just narrow it back down to one usage. But Mm -hmm. anyway, so let's, uh, let's put out a little reminder for next week too. We're going to check in Uh, next week on our September habits progress and share with you what's going well, where we're struggling and some potential roadblocks as we're taking on new habits. Hopefully not too many. Hopefully it's going well. Um, Can I also say that uh, on the socials this week, I have been interacting with a lot of our listeners who have um, come over to the Improvement Project Facebook group and they're adding in what they're working on for their habits for September. On Instagram, people have been interacting with me. So I would love to get more of that, uh, hearing what people are doing. We're using the hashtag the Improvement Project plus hashtag September plan. And also if you're interested in doing the dry September, hashtag dry September. So come uh, come and play with us. Let's support each other. Let's offer accountability as we go through this month of September. And uh, I'm doing my best to try and uh, scooch into the socials a little more than usual to try and show people, yes, here I am. Let's focus on what we can do together to, to hold each other accountable for the month. That's great. So that's pretty cool. All right. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Get in touch. Our email address is theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. Jenny is on Twitter at jakehouse, and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag theimprovementproject. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. And if you like the show, and we hope that you do, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts and let them know that it's free. Some people aren't aware that podcasts are completely free to subscribe and listen to. We would also love it so much if you would rate us and leave a review on iTunes. It really does help more people to find the show. We also have a Facebook group, so search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Now go get to work on improving the most important project that you have. That's you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it. dry September. Yeah. 
whoopsie. <laughs> what do you mean, whoopsie? Yeah, I didn't do that. Oh, well, that's okay. Yeah. We don't just, have to. Just FYI. Yeah, it's, it's not required for you to do it. You're doing the meditation and the sweets. I Was got there into... part of you that thought you might want to if you knew I was doing that? Mm, I mean, I don't drink a ton to start with. Yeah. But every once in a while, I do loves me some silver bullets. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I love a silver bullet. 